1: All while saving businesses billions—that's Wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com/wonder. Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Volume One: An 11-track collection of music, perfect for your next dinner party, study session, or the next time you're reading your favorite book. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Blackberry to Death-Free Podcast. I mean, we're glad you're here. Um, Shira, how are you doing today, right now?
0: Right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. good. You know, it's a nice uh, Sunday. The sun is shining. Yes. We did some house cleaning. We went out for lunch with the kids, which was really nice. I'm doing good. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing okay. Um, had a pretty good weekend. Shire went out to lunch with a friend, and uh, let's kinda, talk about that. Yeah, she I'm left. Sorry. we're down to one car. One car's in the shop right now, so Shire just kind of left me hanging. You know what I mean? So I was stuck at home. My son went to his friend's house, and so he had you know stuff to do, and I was just kind of at home, just like you know. Okay,
0: I would have been in heaven with a (laughs) quiet house. And when I left, look, we're already getting into a story, we haven't even done our housekeeping yet, right? right? right. We're gonna get, but no, this let me say this though Marcus says, take your time, (laughs) and I actually took my time, and it turned out that that's not really what he wanted me to do. Yeah, you took all (laughs) your time,
1: but no, all in all, it's been a great weekend. Like you said, we got some house cleaning done today. So that's cool. I can go into my week, you know, feeling feeling good about that. So, but yeah, Shire, let's get right into it. But but, but you know, before we do, you know, like Shire uh, said, we have to do our housekeeping, and Shire wants me to make it brief. But I know you guys love this part; it's your favorite part. Uh If you haven't already, please leave us a five star review on whatever podcast you're listening to this on. Uh, That really it's like currency for us right podcasts are free but you can pay us in reviews and what we're going to be doing is if you leave us a review you're going to get our master class um for free i mean it's, it's it's just a really great deal send us a five-star review and then let us know by emailing us black at black at gmail.com and we're gonna drop you the link to the to the class, and you want to you're gonna want to do this because we got some exciting stuff coming up that we have we not gonna share right now, but I, I just wanted to tease it. But anyway, Shira, let's get straight to today's episode. Now, me and you have talked about inflation. You know, we've we've done that whole thing. It's it's, it's the elephant in the room. But now we want to give you some solutions. Right, it's kind of time to tighten or tighten your belt and get back to basics and so we are going to give you a list of things that you can do to uh survive inflation right per some pretty cool articles one in fortune.com and then one in com. we went through it and we we found some of the best ways to survive inflation so we want to share those with you um so sure I'm going to name them off and you tell me what you tell me what you think you know
0: okay can I add a little bit though
1: oh less. Let, yeah, okay let's
0: so one of the articles which I haven't gone through all of the list so mm-hmm. Marcus is going to be surprising me but um, one of the articles is providing tips from a financial planner's perspective which I thought was really cool so yes. it is always interesting to hear you know, their take. So, okay. So what, what do you have?
1: Okay. So number one, avoid purchasing a vehicle if possible. Hmm. I mean, it, that one seems pretty simple and basic, but I think why they're, why they're saying that is because the cost of used cars is up 40%. And I think new cars, I don't, I'm not sure what that percentage was, but we just had to purchase a car. And when I was doing a test drive, the gentleman said, a car like this in a good market, we wouldn't have even held on to it. We take cars like these uh, pre-owned and we, we, we give them to other, our smaller sister and brother dealerships. But because we're not getting any new vehicles, we have to, like this is gold to us. You know what I mean? And so it's just the, the new cars, they're having um, supply chain issues with some of the technology and so they're not able to get new ones in, and so that's why you see the rise in the in the cost of used cars. So if you can avoid that, I guess they're saying,
0: yeah. Do that. My my only struggle with this as a practical tip is that a car is a necessity, mm-hmm. like for most people. Okay, now if you rich, rich, and you just like to buy cars, then obviously we're not talking about you. Yeah. But for the everyday person. You know, we're not purchasing a car out of luxury. Right. So I think I would rephrase avoid buying a car, to, you know, maybe buy a used car yeah. or uh, try to buy a car cash. You know, if you can, obviously, used cars even cost more. Right. Um.
1: Or maybe find a good, you know, find a good mechanic and maybe put a couple of dollars into that car that you would otherwise give up passed on. up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, passed over on. So, but I definitely feel that. And if you follow our podcast, you know, as Marcus was sharing, we had to purchase a car unexpectedly Mm -hmm. and it, it hurt a little bit Yeah, (laughs) it Mm -hmm. hurt. Um, but okay. I think, I mean, I I think the tip is solid, you know, but, but you know, just be smart about buying a car if you have to.
1: Totally agree. So here's another one shot. I think me and you definitely going to dig on this one so it says grow investments rather than savings accounts mm-hmm. now we want to be careful with, you know, as we present this one to you um, because we do believe that it's important to have a savings to have a nest egg an emergency savings we've talked about that in podcast past that you know three to six months of your expenses is wise because you never know you may lose your job you may be injured and not able to work so you want to have that savings, but <laughs> you know, but there your money sitting in a savings account is not able to grow at the pace that inflation is. Yeah, so, so
0: can I read a quote not to cut you off but I think it kind of goes with it. So one of the quotes from the financial planner and I'm not saying I Agree or disagree. I'm just going to read it. So it says your cash at the bank makes close to no interest, yet prices are increasing on everything you buy. That can cause your purchasing power to degrade over time if you aren't invested. Right. And that is a quote from one of the financial planners that participated in this article. I think one of the things that we need to explore is the purpose of having a savings. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you were saying at the beginning. Like you have a savings for emergencies. Yes. I'm not, I don't necessarily have a savings account because I want purchasing power. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's the, the, it's the purchase. I mean, the purpose is for you know, an emergency. Yes. That's generally what we have our savings for. Or if you're saving for, you know, a trip Short or a vacation things, right. or you're saving for a car, as right. we just discussed. So, um, I think that different accounts served can serve different purposes. Um, and I but in alignment with what's being said here about growing your investments, yes, you do yes. need to grow your investments. Yes. And some people get in the habit of, oh, I'm just a saver. But you can't really s- save your way, yeah. you know, to, to all of your goals. Especially if if, if you're investing to um, retire. It's hard to save your way to a good retirement. Yes. And that, for most people, requires investing. Yeah. So I think it's important to, to do both. Yes. But when you have your savings, have it for a purpose. Exactly. You know, so we, we don't... We save for short-term items, mm-hmm. and we have savings set aside for emergencies. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, for me, Shara, like, once we've hit our savings amount, you know, the desired amount, I don't keep packing money into
0: a savings a saving account. account. Yeah.
1: I think with any extra uh, overages, that's when you, we, you go heavy in investing. And so, lucky for us, we've already got that savings right where we wanted, and now anything anything else is being invested because yeah i mean inflation is going up so you need some type of vehicle where your money can go up with it you know and, and really all you would be doing at that point is just maintaining but if you're able to make more than, than the inflation percentage then that's an added bonus so yeah great point there so all right let's move on to this next one shot now this is this this should be on your heart because we're you, you, you are a uh a degree dietitian
0: I'm not a dietitian. You, <laughs> you, know, you have a, degree, I have a degree in nutrition. Yeah. Oh,
1: in nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Well, Shy, this says buy more veggies. Okay. And transition to a more plant based diet. Hmm. Veggies, as we know, are, have always been a little bit cheaper than your meats. You know what I mean? And you could save money and maybe, you know, get a little more healthy at the same time. What do you think about that?
0: Um, this is interesting. So the article does talk about chicken prices going up 9.2%. And, you know, turkey is up 4.6%. I I think the cost of all food has gone up. And to just say that, of course, meats do cost more than vegetables. But I'm not trying to be hungry. Right. No, <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, No, I think it's great. Um, I think this is great. I think what they're what they're hitting at when it comes to think about buying more veggies is preparing healthy meals at home. Yes. So I think that's the bigger takeaway. And then obviously, if you're if you're shopping, there are smarter ways to shop. Like if you're yes. buying a bunch of. Mm-hmm juices or sodas like just drink some water I mean we're trying yeah. to we're talking about saving money here right okay so drink some water okay let's yeah. get let's yeah. make you can make some fruit infused water Help them kidneys out okay get some lemon squeeze some lemon juice in there some lime I like lime in my water mm-hmm. you can get you an orange okay won't be orange juice <laughs> <laughs> but you you know you get a little sweetness um you know um I think veggies are good um but I think the bottom line with this quote, with this uh, suggestion, is is to prepare mm-hmm. meals at home. That's that's my takeaway. The grocery bills are going up, but definitely get your fruits and veggies in, yeah. of
1: course. I like that one. So, Shara, this next one is near and dear to us. Uh, it says, "Increase side hustle output." Okay. Now we know that side hustles have were past tense and is current tense <laughs> uh instrumental in everything we're doing financially uh and you may at one point you know say hey i've I've accomplished goal a or b, and now I can take my foot off that side hustle gas a little bit, but now may be a good season to maybe put the pedal to the metal a little bit more and tap into some of those. Uh, side hustles that you have, some of those gifts that you can monetize or whatever, whatnot. What, what do you think about that, Shire?
0: Well, I'm a little curious to know if the article provided any more context. I think that side hustles are great, but if I can get one good job, here we go, <laughs> that meets my needs. You know, like I, I talked about. You know we talked about the great resignation mm-hmm. and how i had recently left one position transitioned to another position and changing jobs did provide a you know a little bit of increase of um, an in income which was great and so my thing is you know maximize your nine to five potential if yeah. you're working a regular job so think about you know, is it time to to change jobs? You know, to might to be getting,
1: might be getting ahead of us. salary might be have something. Well, to, because I'm
0: saying like, okay, if I'm doing a side hustle and I'm working nine to five, yeah. I need to make as much money possible on my nine to five, and that might el- that might alleviate the need for me to feel that I need to have a side hustle. Facts. Because when you have a side hustle on top of a nine to five job, and you have kids. And you have a spouse it's like you already have a lot going on and i feel like there's a lot of emphasis on side hustles but with a side hustle it takes a lot of time as well and so so i think side hustle is something to explore and if you have a side hustle maybe this is a great time to ramp it up as part of your side hustle could be increasing your prices because i think we talked about this before everything else is going up and so it could be a good time for you to evaluate the fee that you're paying for your service and then also um okay i think it's it's totally valid you know but like i'm like i was saying before if you work a nine to five you know do it for top dollar to probably minimize the need for a side hustle
1: well that's dope shy so that's let's skip ahead then because you kind of you kind of started this uh started this thing off real nice on this list also ask for a raise
0: who does that ask
1: for a raise hey it's I think simple
0: <laughs> it's old
1: school you know it okay. sounds very dated but shy, you, it did
0: it does give sound give okay
1: practical ways to ask for a merit increase or a okay
0: raise. i have asked for a raise okay and st- but okay so i take that back because i was laughing with i it. said who does that i've done it okay i did it at a time when i was taking on more work
1: there
0: we go okay i was doing more work and i'm not saying this is what anyone else should do but i felt at the time that i that my boss wasn't really advocating for me and i needed to advocate for myself there we go. and so i went to human resources to figure out you know how i might justify a raise but it actually wasn't a raise it was a stipend for temporary duties that i had assumed that were outside of my working classification so it really does depend on your on your company the place that you're working what the protocols are but as people are participating in the great resignation a lot of a lot of work is falling on people that are remaining at these organizations so yes. people are taking on more work and so if you're taking on more work and you can do it without you know you don't want to harm any relationships you want to follow the proper protocol and you gotta be okay like what if they say no we're not gonna give you a raise
1: worst thing they can say is no and you have to be prepared for that no and if if they say okay cool i got this in the tuck you know (laughs) what i'm saying i got this other job anyway or if that okay cool i'll 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 go back quietly to my seat with my 12 tail being between my legs
0: yeah like you really have to be strategic about it you have to be thoughtful about it um you don't want to ruffle feathers because i mean in certain sectors in certain sectors people are generally unhappy with with their salary yeah you know so but anywho i i think as for raise okay i think that's something that is worth exploring um but of course there are ways to go about it and if you have to ask for a raise and you are not happy with your salary and you feel that you're doing more work than you know then you're being compensated for then it might be a good time to you know look for something new yes or just figure out a way to make it work because just because something makes you unhappy at work doesn't always mean you got to leave
1: yeah that's a good point
0: you know so okay Okay. (laughs) kind of going
1: back to uh the saving and investing and uh, different things like that if you are investing keep a diverse portfolio right i.e. index funds that are automatically create instant diversification or ETFs that give you you know packages of different businesses as opposed to single stocks maybe it may be a good time for a period of time to uh, pivot into that investment as opposed to, I'm investing in this one business that may have been doing great, but because of inflation, ooh, if that thing decides to have a rough patch, you're you're kind of, uh, you know, it, it, it may hurt. You know, it also mentioned bonds in the in the article, but I didn't put that here. We we're we not a we're not a bond. We, we we're
0: not really at bonds yeah, yet. Well, at yet. I think we'll talk about bonds another time. <laughs> yeah, but I think diversification is always a good piece of advice and. Really, if you are working a nine to five job, if you're investing through your employer, sometimes you might have access to a financial a financial advisor that can share a little bit more with you when it comes to diversification. Yes. So for me, that's really important because um, usually you're paying for that anyway. And so I would try to meet with a financial advisor through my employer at least You know, once a year just to see, you know, if I'm on the right track and um, they can provide you with general information. Sometimes they won't necessarily tell you where to put your money, but you can ask them questions around about diversification. You can ask them questions about the specific funds that your job offers and the expense ratio right you want to know how much it's costing you to have that account so there are times where you don't have to be the expert but when you have access to experts then you want to tap into that and prioritize that
1: I mean even if that's bouncing bouncing something you hear from us or something you hear while doing your own research take that information and bring it present it to your advisor and say what do you think about this see where they're you know what i mean because in this era everybody's doing their own research (laughs) you know what i'm saying when it comes to (laughs) when it comes to uh Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say the word i want to be demonetized but you know should i get this injection and all this you know and that's okay what
0: where did that come from what i'm
1: saying is everybody's doing their own research but it's 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 always good to listen to the experts oh okay Even you know across the board, you know what I'm saying. You, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway,
0: oh, Shire done. It's, <laughs> well, I forgive Shire. I'm so late. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All
1: right. But uh Shire, while we're there, um, let's 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 talk about this. Invest in yourself. Okay. What do you think about that? Is this a good time to go back and maybe try to acquire a high income skill or a trade of sorts or anything, you know, uh a skill so you could booster your side hustle. I don't know, I don't know. But mm-hmm. the articles uh in Experian, I believe says this may be a good time to invest in yourself. What do you think about that? I resume, think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Resume. Right or,
0: I think right, that's a prime example for me, um, Making that investment to work with a, um, with um, a, a job coach and a resume writer, um, I think it depends on the investment, right. the the time, the cost, and the payoff down yeah, the road.
1: Yeah, that's big.
0: You know, so I mean, I can invest in myself by investing in a book and <laughs> reading it you know i i think that investing in yourself can, can take a lot of different forms um I, that that's good i, I yeah. think that's a good tip like Inve- investing, yourself.
1: investing yourself all right sorry let's talk about this you know we can't leave without talking about this buy real estate or house hack
0: hey hold on this is supposed to be how to save money right in yeah, inflation yeah so <laughs> so where do we where okay. do we how do we get how do we get here
1: buy real estate because you will be saving money on the inflation that affects rent right if you buy your your, your it's a
0: high cost of, of entry though
1: yeah but you're you will be saving on the inflation Right. You know going in, yes, I'm gonna need X. It's gonna be X. But it's stabilize. not gonna stabilize it's not gonna inflate.
0: Right. It'll stabilize your housing costs to a to a certain degree. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Or house hacks. Right. There you go. There's your there's your instant saving right there. You got an extra room, you rent that room out, uh you have extra space in your home, rent that out to someone and save money that way.
0: Yeah, I think that You that's... can't do that
1: if you don't own the home. Or I I guess you well, can, but yeah. it works a lot smoother if you own a home.
0: Right. I think that's always a good idea if you have extra space in your house. I I think that's a good one to I save mind money. A huh?
1: So I wouldn't mind a roommate.
0: You know you don't want no roommate. I mean, maybe one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I try to get shy to turn a garage into something that we could have, you know, but I'm still working on it on that.
0: No, I need my garage. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, en- let's just say I enjoy having a garage. I do
1: too though. I enjoy freedom, you know, but hey, if you're trying to save money, you gotta do what you gotta do. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good idea though. And for some people, it will apply. Some people do have extra space whether you rent it out short-term, long-term, yeah. Airbnb, you know, that, that, the sharing economy I think is that's valid when it comes yeah. to you know surviving inflation or yeah. making it work. Yeah.
1: So last year before we get out of here, uh, the one that the least sexy of them all, right? The one that kind of started this whole uh, movement for me, for you and I. Simple, easy, boring. Reduce spending overall. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what you're gonna what it's gonna come down to for many individuals you're gonna need to see what am i crack open that one of the first things me and shy did when we knew we wanted to make a change we cracked open a month's worth of spending and said what do we spend our money on look at that it's gonna slap you in the face i'm spending x amount on that you know and then see where you can begin to see where you can cut back Especially in a time like this, you know, me and Shire, we, we loosened up a little bit. You know what I mean? We we we, we made some goals. We making some more money and got some investments that's looking nice. You know, we, hey, we ain't as tight on it as we was.
0: But maybe we need to revisit that. <laughs> right, look, I
1: got Shire going. Look, no, because
0: uh, Marcus, Shia okay, used to be on it. I was thinking, like, okay, so we are starting to develop this tradition of like going out for like brunch, like once a week. Yeah. But like how much is too much for eggs and bacon? Yeah. I mean like how how high does it have to be for us to say, you know, it's just eggs and bacon. Right. I you know I can make that at home.
1: I'm on a refresher a day. I mean, I'm at Starbucks every day. It's my guilty pleasure. Maybe if I looked at that, maybe if I opened that up and saw that, I'd say, you know uh, what? I got the money. Most people will say
0: that, that that is excessive, <laughs> including your wife.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: But I but I think that's a valid you know question. What? Like, yeah. how much is too much? And if, if you don't decide that, then you'll find yourself yeah. sp- spending an astronomical amount. Like, yeah. how much is too much for some eggs and bacon and some pancakes? It,
1: it, it's like working out, Shire. You start working out, you lose weight, you get muscles or whatever, you get a little more tone, and then he's like, "Man, I can miss a day. You know, I'm still good. Shoot, I can miss a, I can miss three, four days. And before you know it, like, I need to reevaluate. I haven't been in the gym. I've been very sparse, you know. So, yeah.
0: So you're saying you can, you kind of let go. You can kind of let go. Yeah.
1: You know. So uh, it's always good to and be And gas, valued.
0: oh my good I don't know what's happening in other parts of the country yeah, Let me tell you something But it's getting so expensive
1: There's going to be a lot more bike riding and We're going to be walking Man, <laughs> yeah I mean like it's, it's getting crazy So look We've been giving you guys We've been addressing the elephant in the room which is inflation We're all dealing with it But hopefully some of these tips can help you uh, make Maybe make the light bulb go off and say boom I know what I can do yeah but I have out.
0: a question yes ma'am which one is your favorite tip
1: ooh which is my favorite tip for where I'm at in life I think my favorite tip is grow investing uh, rather than saving that's just me that's the one that that where I'm at right now I can, I can use the, the other ones uh, I feel like we've I've already implemented a lot of those,
0: mhm,
1: um uh, except for the veggies, of course, <laughs> that's my least favorite well, we get to take that one I out. was
0: gonna put that was my favorite one, okay because it's about just eating more meals at home, yeah, of course, you have to shop for the food, you have to cook the food, you have to clean up after- <laughs> um but i I do see value in having those those home meals, yeah and there you know i think there's some benefits there
1: yeah absolutely sure i think you're right so hopefully there was something uh, in these these tips that we've laid out for you that you can take and apply and we just want to thank you for being on another episode of the black Mary and Death Free podcast Shar, any final questions or thoughts
0: no, I think that's, that's, that's all I have. Cool, cool. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day. Peace. Bye.